0: all right welcome in to another episode of the greatest people you've never met podcast um just me today i know uh not always the best but uh things happen and we have to record these when we have time so appreciate y'all for listening I uh, Just wanted to jump in on a bye week this week, hoping to build up a little bit of a log going forward over that time. Um, season has been rolling along with the Willow Canyon Wildcats. Um, truthfully, been so much fun, uh, as you all know. If you listen to this and, and you personally know me, I think you all know how important the game of football is is to me and, and what it's brought to my life and, and all those things. Um, yeah, man, I just truly enjoy it. We've been in a real tough spot. Um, injuries have piled up and this is truly the craziest. I, I I can't emphasize enough. The craziest injury season I've ever seen in, in my life. Um, so, we're down to running back number six, um, on the depth chart, which is, you know, when I took the, took the job, it, it, you just think of your favorite football team, whatever that is, college NFL. And imagine if they had to work their way all the way down to running back number six, uh, run the football is important. It's part of my identity as a play caller and all those things. And it's just not a fun spot to be in and, the silver lining is that we're getting young guys some experience. Um, so, so that's great and that's fun. But uh, it, it just makes it tough in in the now. And uh, every week I, I come out with a, a new, you know, kind of, I guess, slogan or saying for the guys weekly. And it's just kind of always been something on, you know, based on maybe our opponent when we played Horizon and they had – Nine division one guys or guys with nine guys with division one scholarships um you know the the the- the word of the week was overlooked or the meaning of the week, the theme of the week was overlooked, you know we were overlooked they were not they didn't care about us and just different things like that and now um this week it was attack adversity, and I'm really kind of laying into the adversity role and I think um, not just in the game of football, but in life, when you look at adversity and you t- attack adversity, that's fun. And I tell my guys that uh, for the last couple of weeks, you know, we went down to Westview, played a team that just came back from six A. So in in Arizona, they almost have like a regular uh, relegation type structure. So if you are a six A school. But you're really struggling In the win-loss column They bump you down to 5A And Westview is that team So um, As far as enrollment wise There are 250 to 500 Kids more than us And uh, We went on the road And we got it into Overtime Uh, We had a nice little two minute drive Together we scored on 4th and 15 And um, you know, we we had a nice play. Uh it's actually it's been a really good play for us all year. Uh we've called it three times and it's been a touchdown three times and we just kind of sit on it and, and wait till we have to use it. And uh it we know we know when we call it that it's it's gonna be successful for us. And we used it then and we tied the game up and we forced overtime and we went to overtime and uh quarterback scrambled in and, you know, high school football, no replays, but truly looked like Roman, our quarterback scored and ball was fumbled out of the end zone. And so they called a touchback, which not just because of this, I think I've been stated on this and probably other podcasts that I think that's the worst rule in the game of football. And, uh, you know, so they got the ball and they ran it twice and then they kicked a field goal and they beat us thirty-one to twenty eight. Uh and you know, last week we uh the week prior we played our big rival. They're a six A school, we're a five A school, and uh it was an absolute blast. I mean that atmosphere was crazy. Uh you know, we're obviously like I touched on, we're extremely dinged up and we uh started with three and out and then we blocked the punt. We got the punt blocked. I had a play on that was first play, no matter what, and uh, we ran it to perfection. It was a touchdown, a little trickery, and then on the next kickoff, uh, we we did get the two point. I guess I <clears throat> I should lead. We we went for two. Our kicker's dinged up. We brought up a freshman <clears throat> kicker who's going to be really something special just watching him kick, but you know, he's a freshman and kind of in those big games, he gets a little nervous, which rightfully so the kids, 12, 13 years old and kicking on varsity, especially in a rivalry game like that. And um, so anyways, we, you know, we on the ensuing kickoff, we, we forced a fumble, got it back. And, um, you know, I got on script then and, uh, ran the first two plays and brought up like a, four, a third and three and we got the matchup we were looking for and threw a post across the middle and single coverage and scored a touchdown. We were up 14 nothing in the first, I don't know, two minutes, three minutes of the game. And uh, it was pretty crazy. And then just from there, I had a battle adversity and some injuries or starting running back that game. Unfortunately, broke his fourth metatarsal in his foot, which led us down to being on number six and, you know, seeing the kids step up and, and having fun playing the game, that's that's fun and that's great. And, uh, you know, coaching my ass off right now, and that's fun. Uh, but, you know, I talked a lot about adversity, like I said, and I text uh, Bones, Matt Mahoney, head coach for the Fairmont Cardinals. Uh, you know, he's my head coach in high school, and I told him, you know, I was going to talk about the adversity, question mark, just bring it. And Bones, uh, f- first year as head coach, he got us these wristbands. And at Willow, we have these wristbands as well. We call them trust bands. And, um, Yeah, you know, we give them out to people, and that's just it. Like they're trust bands, and it, it's they you have to earn your trust to get them. And I was fortunate to get uh, two from our kids, you know, being a first year head coach up at our camp. And, um, but Bones gave us those bands when we were sophomores in high school, and I remember I wore mine forever. I obviously have no idea where it's at to this day, but it's something that just always stuck with me. And then I get inside a game like that in football, and I just always constantly think, like, you know, uh, winning by a ton is easy and it's fun. But as a coach, and I think if you're a true competitor, uh, nothing is more fun or more challenging than when you're kind of in a bind and uh, yeah, I just really leaned into the adversity aspect. Like I touched on this week and I had text bones and I said, Hey, you know, I'm using the, the adversity, just bringing it, throwing it way back. Uh, I said, injury bug is bit as hard down to our number six running back. Not a fun place to be starting three sophomores, playing five, a football, throwing it way back for these three weeks or for this week's theme, thank you for being the mentor to show me how to attack it head on so I could teach it to the next group. And he uh, just text back, you bet the kids will step up. You yeah. just got to go coach your ass off, hang in there. You're doing a great job. And just hear that from one of my greatest mentors in the sport. You know, obviously it's my high school head coach, but somebody that I've leaned on a lot and, um, you know, we have good, short conversations every week. I text him good luck. He texts me, but just to be able to send those things on a Saturday and get a response, it it means a lot. And uh, that's, that's the truth of it. Uh, I don't know. You know, I've been through a lot of adversity in life and I think most of us have, but something, if you go through adversity, something has taught you how to fight through adversity. And for me, that's been the game of football easily. And uh, I'm very fortunate to, for that. And it was, you know, Bones and that coaching staff that he assembled his first year and showed us how to get through it because we weren't the best team. And we faced stuff head on. We had some other things happen. And, you know, we made the most of it. And we just kept going. And, you know, to, to, I, to be able to have my own team at one point and be a head coach and now be – living in Arizona and being an offensive coordinator of five, a school and sharing those same messages. It, it just kind of makes you feel thankful um, and happy and proud of where you've been and where you come from and to share those stories to people that have no idea uh, where that is. Right. Uh, you know, I, in Arizona only the top 15 teams make the playoffs or excuse me, 16 and back home, you know, top eight in every section. So eight in every section. So there's eight sections, 64 teams in every class make the playoffs. And everybody's got a fighting chance to make the state tournament. Excuse me. That's just not how it is here. And uh, when we lost to Valley Vista, our big rivals, that was kind of when it really set in, like we're not going to make playoffs this year. And that's, You know, I think as a coach, a little tough to accept, uh, because it's my first year here and we have some great seniors that I wish I had for a couple more years. And then as a coach though, you're always a realist and you understand that you start to get to a point where you're coaching for the future and people don't love to hear that. And that's tough, but it's just the truth. And, um, you know, we uh, – I don't know how to explain it, but it is, it is what it is. And so, uh, you know, just sharing some stories of, you know, I, I talked about the last time I ever put on a Fairmont Cardinal jersey. And I don't think that I've ever really talked about that it really in my life outside of that moment. And the goosebumps that stood up. And I was like, you just – you know, you start to realize that that was – the last time you ever played football with some of your best friends. And I talked about those guys on that field, you're going to stand in their weddings. And that was true for me, you know? And I understand that that's not for everybody. And I understand that my group of high school friends is different than everybody's, but, uh, literally those guys that I took the field with and, you know, not that I have the yearbook wide open, but, I, on November 5th, 2009 in Glencoe, Minnesota, those guys that I took to field with, I've been fortunate enough to stand, give speeches, be best men, best man, excuse me, in, in some of their weddings. And, um, you understand, like, you get to the point where you understand that, like, the game is so small, but it builds your friendships and in it, it, and you just miss the things around the game. You know, you never really miss, there's never a game you miss, like, oh, I wish we could play these guys again. But I think as you grow older, you just always talk about, oh, I wish we could, you know, ride the bus together one more time. Whatever it is, it's stuff being on a team, but not really competing that you miss, and So to start to instill those things and tell those stories to my guys here, it just kind of, it takes you a step back every once in a while because I don't think that there was ever a time where I truly thought that I would be 1,500 miles away from Martin County, Minnesota and leading a group of men and young men and sharing stories of martin county minnesota and from guys i've coached guys i've coached against guys who have coached me mentors of of me uh other coaches um you know uh, mountain lake area they run a play counter cutback and it's uh it's a simple play but it works well it's very successful and uh I installed it with us a couple weeks ago in practice. We just needed a little change of pace thing, and I installed CounterCutback, exactly how Mountain Lake runs it to my memory. And I sent it to the Kirks from Mountain Lake, who are, you know, great friends of mine, and uh Tim, who you've obviously listened to on this podcast. Jordan and I was in his wedding. Tim, uh his dad, who's a big mentor of mine, and um, – You know, just to think of taking that play, and I when I installed it that week, I was like, you know, Mountain Lake, Minnesota, they run this three times a week, and it's for 30 yards, you know, and it just was kind of crazy to just think of that, and I understand that things travel all over the country all the time, but just for me to say that out loud, And being in Arizona was just kind of wild. And to tell them about, you know, the Fairmont Cardinals. And uh, my head coach was like, hey, Fairmont football followed me on Twitter. And I was like, that's my head coach. That's my high school head coach, Mahoney. Whatever, that's just his Twitter account. It's just kind of crazy to think about how small the world is. And, you know, when you just, like I said, when you just really sit down and think about you're sharing these messages. Uh, That you were taught in a small rural America town and you're sharing them with kids who live in this major metro just kind of insane to me. So uh, just forever thankful for the game of football and all that it's brought me and the people that it's brought me and I'm just so thankful that I continue to bring those messages um, to people. And, and the kids that I get to coach now. So it's uh it's been a blast. It's been an absolute blast. Uh, I'm so thankful for the support I've gotten from people like y'all that are listening right now to, you know, uh, people that have came out. Uh, Matthew Wood flew out, uh, watched the game. My dad was just out here. Tons' dad, her mom and stepdad have been out for a game. And – uh, Obviously, Ty Beck, he's been to a couple games. Ton comes every week. My buddy Pete, uh, our friends Matt and Laura. You know, like, it's just crazy, like, the support you get. And I know I had a ton of support when I was back home, but like I said, to just be here and in this space and to keep chasing these goals and dreams and to have people that make it special along every step of the way and kind of take it on as their own as well, you know, like... especially like Ty, like to see how excited he gets about Willow Canyon football and to to hear him tell me like, Oh, I can't, I can't sit down. I got to stand. I got to walk around, you know? And it's just, it's, it's so much more fun to have those people in your life. And I hope that you all have those people in your life to support you And I'm just a simple guy chasing a simple dream. I love coaching football. I love the game of football more than anything. And I hope to one day just make it a full-time career. And I've never hid that from anybody because it's what I love. And I understand everybody has different things, but I just hope that in all reality, y'all can find that thing. And uh, it kind of always comes full circle on this pod because – I started this pod when I didn't have that thing and coaching football was that thing. And, you know, there was some, you know, I let people steal my joy and let people take this away from me. And I'll never do that again because I was always trying to stay true to myself and, And do things right. And do things the way that I was taught how to do it. And people didn't like it. And I let them steal it from me. And I took two years away. And... That was the longest two years of my life. And... It's just crazy to think about how fast this season has gone. We're playing an 11-week season in Arizona. 10 games. We have a bye week. And... We're on that bye week right now, and we've already gone through seven weeks. It's just crazy to think about how fast, and I know that it does. I remember saying that when we started July 17th, how fast it would go. I was like, well, once we hit Friday nights, you know, this shit's just going to stack up, and it's just going to go. It's just going to keep going, and it does, and it's here. But above all, you know, I guess... really what I'm trying to just say is if you have something you love just chase it Um, I'm extremely thankful for my actual job that helps pay my bills and whatever but that's not who I am and that's not who most of you are and I think You can turn on the news and see all this stuff going on in the world and really get to understand like life is short and tomorrow it could all be gone. And we could be dead, whatever. But at the end of the day, are you going to be happy because you worked hard at a job you didn't love and you made great money or whatever it is? Or are you going to be happy because there was something that you knew you loved and you had a dream and a goal in life and you chased it forever? Like, honestly, I think that's the reason I I know uh, this. I'm probably going to sound super conceited, but I know that there's a lot of people that genuinely dislike me and they think that whatever, but I know that those people dislike me because I'm doing shit that they can't do. And it's because I have a goal and I have a dream and I've never let anybody tell me that I couldn't do it. And when I did, I had to leave where I was at. I had to take a break, but the goal and the dream never changed. And I truly mean that. Anybody that truly knows me knows that I was on a path, and I don't know where that path is going to lead. Maybe I'll never be more than a high school football coach, and that's great. But I've gone from nine man to 11 man to 5A football in Arizona, which ain't easy. And people get fired for having bad years here, but I've taken it on. Because it's what I want to do. And I'm not going to let somebody stop me. And I'll never forget. The day I started this podcast. Where I said. That I wanted to do this. To help somebody. Chase their dream and their goal. And. Now I am. Slowly chasing mine. And living mine. And I hope you are too. So. Whatever it is, understand that there's barriers in life, financial situations, living situation, whatever it is. But you have to take risks to achieve goals. And I think everybody around me can truly see how happy that I am, no matter the result at the end of the day, because I'm doing what I love, and I'm chasing a dream, and I have a great A support team. I uh, people that love me and believe in me and I've just kept telling them this is what I'm going to do and they believe it. So I hope that you listening to this, whatever you're doing, 22 minutes in, 23 almost on a Tuesday morning, there's something in your brain that you love, that you know you want to do forever. And I hope you understand that you can do that and I hope that you choose to go do that because that's that's what makes life worth living. Uh, <laughs> there's a place here in Arizona it's called Oregano's and it's a chain Italian restaurant and they happen to give out Fortune cookies, I like when you leave, kind of comical. But the one I got this week, uh, we ate there on th- Thursday night when my dad got to town. And it said, Many of life's failures are people who did not realize how close they were to success when they gave up. And I hope that that is not one of you. I hope that you truly understand when life gets tough, that's when you should keep going. And that's the only reason all of us will make it through and will be successful in all of those things. But if you have a goal and you want to chase something, whatever it is, don't let somebody tell you you can't. Because I promise you, proven somebody wrong feels 10 times better than proving somebody right. That's only green the way you water it. Mm, you